Welcome to the boss level. My name is Enigma, and I am a 15-year industry veteran, lifelong gamer, console collector, and Twitch streamer. You want to find me on Twitch? I'm Evil Enigma on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. That's my Twitch. Uh, and Enigma's with a Y, spelled the Riddler way. And that's where you'll find me. I stream every weekday, or not every weekday. I stream every weekend, Friday night, nine 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 thirty Central Standard Time at night until midnight. Same thing on Saturday where I drink bourbon while I stream. And then Sunday morning I will do a 9 a.m. to noon. It's like a hangover stream is what I'm calling it. But uh, that's what we usually do. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to the GameStop episode. I'm very passionate about uh, my time I spent there. My decade that I spent there and how the, the company went downhill. But it does kind of tie into this week because we're going to cover the topic of digital distribution and why I don't like it. Uh before we get started on that, though, I want to go ahead and uh, make sure I preface when I'm talking about digital distribution. There's basically two different types of gamers right now. There's console and then there's PC. And you PC folks love you guys, but you guys gave up your rights a long time ago. So uh, since about 2012, around 2012 is when physical on, on PC completely died out. And PC was dying at that point anyway on, on physical. And I, and pretty much Blizzard was the only company supporting physical copies at that point anyway. You guys gave up your digital or your physical rights a long time ago. So unfortunately, I'm gonna this is a console heavy because console folks, we have not. We have been exceedingly uh, passionate about protecting our physical rights as, as copy or physical copy holders, uh, look no further than the release of the Xbox One. Uh, Microsoft thought they were going to do the same thing with consoles as they did with PC, which was kind of throw themselves around and, and uh, put their... Uh, kind of put themselves in there where they would just uh, release... A console and just say this is how it's going to be and you guys are going to like it and that's not what happened at all uh we revolted against it we told microsoft we weren't going to have it and microsoft had to change the entire direction of uh the xbox one right out of the gate you know we we were very passionate about the fact that we did not like digital distribution and uh we still are that way but that doesn't mean that we're not heading down that path. Uh, Microsoft and Sony both have released digital-only versions of their consoles, and they've made them cheaper. They've made them more uh, attractive for people to buy. That being said, uh, I hate it. <laughs> I like having a collection. I like be collecting things. I like being able to having the security to know that if I want to play my GameCube, all I have to do is hook the sucker up, put the disc in, and play it. I like that. And uh, unfortunately, that's not how it is with digital. They can remove your rights at any time that they fee see fit. As a uh, digital owner, you don't. You have no rights. You, it's embedded in their TOS and the fine print that they do not have to provide you with the... Uh, product you products you purchase on the stores if they don't want to if they you know for whatever reason they can just say yeah 
you've owned, you owned it long enough, or hey, we're gonna do a, a an HD remaster of this game, so we're, we're we're delisting this one, so you can't play it anymore. We want you to pay for it again. They can do anything they want to to you. There's nothing you can do. And uh, you know the Xbox tried that, and I know that there was a lot of stumbling points out of the out of the gate with the Xbox uh, series, uh, the Xbox One. There's a lot of things that they they uh, messed up on with that console, but I will put my flag in the ground and say the number one reason that it failed was of their focus on digital. They basically told you out of the gate, Don Matrick or Dan. I can I always I can never remember if his name is Don or Dan. Uh, stood on, I, I think he told Jeff Keeley. I think he stood on a, a platform and told Jeff Keeley. There's no reason to keep your discs once you purchase them. Once you load them onto your Xbox, they're useless. You can throw them away. And at that point, we were like, nope, 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 we're out. Not going to happen. And uh, the only company that has stood by physical rights for certain and is happy to continue to produce physical copies of games is the old bull-headed Nintendo. You know, uh, I mean, I know, I realize Sony did it as well but uh, and but sony's released it digital only playstation 5 so and they released a physical only playstation 4 don't don't think for one second that they don't want that to go down that same path they just saw an opening and they took it uh that with with the uh physical stuff on the playstation 4 that, that's what they did they i don't think they really cared as much about physical owners as what they ended up doing they just saw microsoft they microsoft didn't stumble out of the gate they fell completely over and did a bunch of flips and and broke both their legs coming coming out of the gate uh they were done before they even went to to to, uh to market with anything they were they were completely they shot themselves on both feet at that point and uh sony just said well Let's not do that. And Sony did said, no, we're going to do this. And that's what they did. And it forced Microsoft to do the same. So don't, don't, but, but Sony, Sony did, was not big into it either. They, they weren't interested. They were, but I don't think they were nearly as interested in protecting your rights as a physical holder as Nintendo is. And, and you would think if anyone would want to have you not, own any of your old stuff it would be nintendo because no one's got the back catalog that nintendo does but nintendo still releases physical copies they yeah they have a digital only front as well but they're not pushing you towards that they're saying here's games you can either buy it online or you can buy it physically we really don't care and that's that's just how it works but uh gamestop basically is the reason why a lot of this took place as fast as it could because of their their push towards used games. That's what they wanted to uh, focus on. They, you know, they want you to go in there and buy used games. We want you to buy used games, and uh, they and by doing so, they made mad all of their marketing partners. They really they really ticked off all their marketing partners at that point. And uh, once that happened, they were you know they they. GameStop was was in a lot of trouble, basically, and they've stayed in a lot of trouble because they their marketing partners, the people they do business with, 
the products that they sell, the, the companies that they, they deal with, don't like them. So there's a push for digital. And that's how you get rid of a brick and mortar store is you make it to where there's no reason to go to the brick and mortar store. There's not. If you own digital copies, it's very convenient. You know, you don't have to go into a store and purchase them. I always find it funny that uh, when I go on to, uh, you know, we just had this uh, Prime Day. And, uh, you know, Prime Day is for Amazon. But at the same time, all of their competitors also had for Christmas in July, Black Friday in July, all these different sales to compete. So I go into Best Buy's website and they're selling a bunch of games and some of the games they're selling that they're on sale are digital copies. And I'm going, why would I go to a Best Buy to buy a digital copy of a game? But uh, GameStop pushing the used games over the new ones is what really set the ball in motion more towards digital. And truth of the matter is, is and a lot of people don't, probably don't realize or, or or at least understand this is that the publishers control pricing so much more when it has nothing when there's no physical copies of games physical copies fluctuate up and down depending on demand and you know greatest hits and all that sort of thing digital it doesn't matter digital you know you can own a copy. Let's just take John Madden football. John Madden football. You, when it's physical, you can set your watch to when the price reductions happen. It's going to release in August. It'll probably have some Black Friday sales. It's going to go down in price big time around the Super Bowl, and then it'll go down to about twenty bucks, uh, usually a month before the new Madden comes out. You can set your watch to it. That's that is that's how Madden works. It happens like that every year. That's why you'll see people who buy Madden who are thrifty will will buy it and then they'll play a season or two and play it till they're sick of it and then they'll sell it within a week or two of buying it because they know that's when it's worth the most money because nothing depreciates faster than a sports game. Uh when it comes to uh, video games it, it, that happens. But with with uh, digital, EA controls it. They don't have to reduce the price. They can. They can do sales. But because there's no sale, there's no uh, used market with digital, they don't have to worry about lowering the price to compete with the used used copies. They can leave it up to 60 bucks up until the month before the next one comes out. That's their call. They probably won't. But it's, it's still there. They control the purse strings in that. And they don't have to worry about placating GameStop or Walmart or Best Buy or anybody else at that point. So that is the that is the, one of the dirty little things that, that I don't think a lot of people completely understand about, the, about uh, digital distribution is you're basically putting the market completely in the hands of the publishers at that point. And if you're not a fan of the publishers which we're going to get to, you know, your Electronic Arts, your Ubisofts, uh, your your Activisions, then why in the bloody blue blazes would you want them to be in charge of the market when it comes to pricing? Why would you want that? And uh, the question, the answer to me is you don't. I don't want them in charge of, of that. I want there to be a check and balance. The only the gaming market thrives when there's checks and balances to things, when there's 
it's a wide open market. You can buy Madden on all these different consoles and you don't have to, if you're not wanting to pay 60 or 70 bucks to play the new Madden, wait a couple of weeks, you know, wait and see how your team's going to do. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure that the, that, uh, the folks in Tampa Bay are buying up Madden like crazy right now, but maybe the, the, the folks, uh, who are in Cleveland might, might not be because of, we don't know what's going to go on in Cleveland. But anyway, uh, the truth of the matter is, is, is that uh, instead of GameStop con- dictating and controlling the pricing in the gaming market the way that they did, that they dominated it for, for a long time, now that power is put back in the hands of the publishers. And they can raise or lower prices as they see fit. They can do a Black Friday sale, but because there's no used market, the game stays at a premium price for a little longer. And that's what they want. They want you to pay that premium price. They're not interested in, oh gosh, you know, once we lowered it to greatest hits, people bought it like crazy. No, they they don't want that. They really do not want you to go greatest hits. They want you to buy the game at the premium price when it comes out. So that's when they make the most money because you pay, what, 60, 70 bucks for a game. And you do not see any sort of uh, DLC for it. You have to pay for that extra. You, you're you paying the absolute most for the title and all the DLC if you purchase the game uh, uh, when it first comes out. The longer you wait, when they have to do a Game of the Year edition or all these different things, well, include DLCs, they don't make as much money off of that stuff. They still make money, but it's not something they make a whole ton off of. As opposed to, if you look at Borderlands 3, uh, the game was $60. Then, I think the first year DLC was 50 bucks. I want to say. So there's 110 or 40 bucks. Maybe it's 40 bucks. Okay, let's just put it at an even 100 because I own the Steelbook. I own the Steelbook that's 100. So let's just say it's 40 bucks. Then they did another year of content for, I think, 30 bucks. So basically, you're looking at them getting, instead of a $60 game, they got $150, 160 out of somebody for one game, you know? So that's that's what they want for folks to, to pay as much as possible for, for the product. And the longer something stays on the shelf, and I use shelf with air quotes because, uh, you know, when it's on a digital, there's unlimited copies. It's not really on a shelf, but uh, you basically have the ability. They, they have the ability to go. Well, it's it. We'll we'll keep it as it is because it's still selling a little bit. Well, okay. Black Friday, we'll lower it down twenty bucks and see what happens. Put it back up the week after. You know, they 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 control the purse strings, and and uh, outside forces do not. That being said, uh, the thing that. The, the, the big news that's happened over the past uh, couple of weeks is that we've seen that there's a couple of cracks in the dam of digital. Now, I've said for years that as a digital copyrights holder, you have no rights. They can take away what you have for whatever reason they see fit. If it's a licensed game, the contract runs out, well, now you can't download it anymore because we don't have the rights to let you download Ninja Turtles or Simpsons or X-Men or Avengers or Batman or whatever it is. We, they don't have the rights anymore. So they can always just say, no, you don't have the rights. You can't do it. You know, we, we, we've delisted it. It's gone. Deal with it. 
they can also do it as far as a remaster goes. If they want to remake the game, you know, uh, I know Sony's not going to do it right now, but they're remaking The Last of Us Part 1 for some oddball stupid reason. And uh, they're going to put that out, I think, in September, right? They could delist the uh, Game of the Year editions that they have on PlayStation 4 already. So they could. They probably won't, but they could. And uh, then you'd be stuck, unless you owned a physical copy of it, then hey, maybe, maybe they'd take it away. But but uh, the first crack in the dam was on the PlayStation Store. Now, now I'm the type of person that uh, I own a lot of digital movies. And the reason why is because I own a lot of physical movies. If you look at my uh, digital list of movies, it's all stuff I own physically, I, for the most part. I've gotten a couple of free digital movies in the past. I've never, I don't buy digital movies on any storefront. Uh, I will, when I buy a physical copy, they come with a little slip of paper in there, enter this code into this website, and then you can go and transfer that movie to a thing. I have an app called Movies Anywhere on my iPad, and it's, I think I own over 200 digital movies that I can download and uh, save on my iPad, and then when I go on trips or cruises so I can watch them on right off of my iPad otherwise as long as I have Wi-Fi I can watch anything I want right now that being said they can take those movies away from me whenever they want if I've owned a, a, a movie for a while they can always just say yeah you've you've had Scott Pilgrim versus the world for a long time we think it's about time you paid for it again and they can take it away they've not done that yet but Sony's about to do it if you are a an owner of uh, a PlayStation on the PlayStation Store, PlayStation, and you have purchased, I want to say they're from one studio that made uh, made some movies that were on PlayStation Store. Sony's removing them from the storefront completely, and they're making them so you can't re-download them. So if you don't have them downloaded onto your PlayStation, uh, they're taking them away, and you and you've lost them. No matter what you've paid for it, no matter how long you've owned it, no matter how many times you've watched it. Uh, they're they're taking it away from you. And I warned people this was going to happen. And there's a lot of people who were telling me I was wrong, that it wasn't going to happen, that it was going to be that once they purchased it, it was theirs forever. They could do what they wanted to whenever they wanted to with it. And no, that's not how it, how it is. Uh, they're removing the, your rights as a, as a copy holder. And you will not be able to re-download these movies or play them. And I think that sucks. I really do. And... That's you know. Thank God I have physical copies of of my movies. I don't trust companies to keep my uh, my best interests in mind. I I just don't. I don't trust them. And and you know, I like I said, I own a bunch of digital copies of movies on my on movies anywhere. But it would not surprise me to log into movies anywhere one day and go, hey, wait a minute, I just lost ten movies. How did that happen? And it comes down to that. I've redeemed these codes, and it's only for a certain amount of time, and took them away. So, the second shoe to drop on this is our buddies over at Ubisoft. Now, I have a good friend of mine who has told me for the longest time that I'm paranoid when it comes to game companies removing rights to uh, customers of, of, of owning games, owning copies of games. Let me preface that. He said, nope, it's never going to happen. You're crazy. And I said, nope, 
it's going to happen. I'm telling you. And he says, well, can you tell me how it's happened to you? And I said, yes, I can. It has happened to me. And basically what had happened was, uh, I, own, I bought a copy of Double Dragon on the Xbox 360, digital copy of it. It's 10 bucks, five bucks, whatever it was. It's not like I paid a gajillion dollars for it. It was less than 10 bucks. And, uh, I, you know, I was playing it, playing it. And one day I logged into it and I still have the demo. It still has me as a demo, but whenever I go to redeem to play it, it says I don't have the rights to play it. And the reason why is because the rights of Double Dragon shifted and it went to another company. So that, that version of Double Dragon is no longer available to even download. It's off of Xbox Live. I can't go on there and get it anyway. And the same the same thing would happen if uh, my copy of Ninja Turtles Arcade or Simpsons Arcade were to disappear off of my, my Xbox 360 hard drive. Is that... Uh... Well, I just had a good idea. Uh that that would suck that would absolutely suck that if my simpsons arcade for instance was completely gone i love the simpsons arcade game i paid 15 bucks for it when it came out i think it was 15 uh i want to keep it i don't i don't want to lose it so but you go on the store and it's not there anymore because they don't have the rights to put it out so uh i said it was going to have i said it's happened to me i said if they can do it off of these they can do it to anything and my friend told me i'm crazy so fast forward, I read the story about what Ubisoft put out this past uh, week, and uh, I texted him and I said, hey, did you read about Ubisoft? And his response to me was, Ubisoft is a crap company. Now, he didn't say crap, he said another word that I don't, I, I try not to, to cuss when I uh, do this, but he said they're, they're a crap company. And I said, that doesn't matter. That's, that's beside the point completely. If you don't think for one second that every publisher is looking to see how this goes for Ubisoft, then you're crazy. This is a test. This is to see what happens. Now, to be completely fair to Ubisoft, I understand why they are removing the online. Basically, what's happening is there's a, there's, there's a list of games that, that, that no one's playing online anymore that they're removing online access to. Well, their anti-piracy software is as such that if the if they're the removing the online features, that also means they're removing access to DLC and they're removing the ability to play some of these games first person or uh, one player completely. So, because of their anti-piracy stuff, because uh, their anti-piracy software is very stringent and it makes sure that you own the game that you are playing and you're not pirating it. So. It has this always online feature, pings the server, make sure the server pings back. They're going to remove it to where the server doesn't have to ping back anymore. Uh, that is, under, you know, I, I understand that no one's playing Assassin's Creed Brotherhood online anymore on Xbox 360. There's probably less than 100 people in the entire world that are still doing that. I understand that. I do. There's no sense in having the servers up and running if no one's using them. That being said, removing the online access, when you have, you have to have online access to play them. If you're going to remove the access for people to play those games, and the DLC, let's not forget the DLC and uh, that you've paid for. 
and you're removing it from so you can't that so the the your customers cannot purchase use the products that they have purchased. Guys, that's a problem. That's a big problem. But if you don't think that EA and Activision and Square Enix and Capcom and Microsoft, even Sony and Microsoft, maybe Nintendo. Nintendo tends to be more about customer service, I think. If you don't think these companies aren't looking to see what, what's going to happen, and they're not looking at what's happening right now because uh, Ubisoft is going to take crap no matter what they do. That's just how it is. They've been in the news. When was the last positive uh, news story you read about Ubisoft? Right? It's... It, their CEO could be Superman and save every cat and tree in the entire world, and the, the media would still bash him for it. So, uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that they're looking to see about the, the negative press that Ubisoft is getting right now because Ubisoft always gets negative press, just like Activision gets negative press and EA gets negative press. They all get negative press. That's not what I'm saying. They want to see how it's going to affect them down the line. What's how is the next Assassin's Creed going to do? How's the next Tom Clancy game going to do? That's what they want to see. If there's a big enough revolt against the these uh, these Ubisoft games to where people stop buying them because they do not trust uh, Ubisoft anymore, then it's entirely possible that uh, the other companies will slow down their 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 plan to do the same. Everyone's planning to do it. There's, there's no doubt. I, I've, I'm not stupid. It all comes down to money. The, the upkeep of, of these servers and making sure that these people, you know, these folks, can still play these games is, is uh, important to them. Until it becomes too expensive, and then they want to make sure that they, you know, they need to see what they're going to do. Can we remove access? Can we re- delist the game? Can we remove it so they can't play it? Will we get? Will it affect us negatively in the on the on the bottom line? And if it does for Ubisoft, you're going to see it. Uh, Activision and EA and these other companies kind of go. Let's let's take a step back and, you know what? It might cost us a little uh, here to keep a server up and running for this, but it's better to p- spend the money here instead of us taking it the bottom line later. That's what they're looking at. That's uh, what what they're doing, but. Overall, guys, it's just that you don't own anything digitally. You do not. You might own the rights to play something as soon as you buy it, but that doesn't mean that you own the rights to play that later. They could always take it away from you. You don't own anything. And, you know, that's why the digital stuff I'm getting on the Switch, I'm downloading and keeping it on the Switch. And, I, you know, I've... I know eventually some of that stuff is probably going to disappear, but I, I I don't want to buy anything digitally. I just don't. I always want to own physical because it's physical. You just pop in the disc, you pop in the cart, you play it, and then you can take it out and put it away and play something else. I will always be on board with phys- owning physical copies of your games and your movies and your music for that matter. Music people, you guys gave up your rights as physical holders for a while too. Now, truth is, it's a little different with music because uh, music has gotten to the point where a lot of uh, bands and uh, and uh, singers, you know, a lot of artists understand that uh, they might like my music, but they don't have to listen to it. They can always go find something else to listen to. And uh, 
so I, I think that you know your stuff like Spotify, they keep their stuff on on Spotify for that reason, uh, because they know that you know what if they're not going to listen to my music, if they're going to listen to my music, I might as well make a little bit of money off of it. So, but the truth of the matter is, is is that I will never support digital only. I never will. I I will be kicking and screaming when you know. If, and I know I know I'm a dying breed. I know that the pendulum is swinging against me. However, if more stories like this come out about what Ubisoft is doing, you could see a lot of of people uh, rebel against that on console for certain. And PC, you could very well see it happen on PC as well, where the where PC people say, "Hey, wait a minute." I bought Assassin's Creed 2. Why can't I play it? Why is it no longer showing up in my library? So, I, I just, I, I do not trust th these companies, especially these, these big companies that uh, like Sony and Microsoft that basically have their hands in so many things. You know, Nintendo is a game company and they'll continue to put out games after game after game and game consoles. They're going to continue moving along at their own pace, but Nintendo has never foregone putting out physical copies of uh, their media. They continue to do it. So uh, if the Switch was you know, more powerful and a better online service, I think they would be in a lot better position for, for console. I think, honestly, most gamers would prefer if an actual game company ruled the roost, but you know, Sony and Microsoft are doing it right now. Because they uh, they bring out the most powerful stuff. That's some, that's another thing I should do. Why Nintendo did what they did with the Wii. That's another episode we should do at some point. Because I hate the Wii a lot. I don't like using the word hate, but I do. I can't stand the Wii. But I understand why they made it. But overall, guys, I'm, I'm serious when I tell you. Uh, I believe in physical copy uh, holders rights. And I will support that. And uh, keep with that for as long as I am humanly able to. I know that when we get the PlayStation 6 and Xbox, whatever the heck they're going to call it, Xbox Cuisinart or, or whatever, we might very well be out of time when it comes to digital distribution. They could both get together and say, hey, we're going to go all digital this time. And they're going to go, yeah, well, so are we. I, I don't believe that in, that Microsoft and Sony are nearly at us at odds anymore as they were uh, as little as a... Uh, a generation ago, you know, generation ago, console wars, two generations ago, definitely console wars. Nowadays, I think they're both just kind of like, let's just put out our stuff and see what happens. And uh, they could both be talking to each other right now. PlayStation 6 and Xbox Squeeze and Art will be digital only and give us no choice. And we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So uh, support physical. Do not support digital if you if you don't have to i know it's convenient i know it's a lot more convenient just to push a button on your controller to buy and download a game but just remember they can take that away from you at the drop of a hat there's nothing you can do about it if they just say we're not going to do this we're not going to have this listed for you anymore you are going to have to uh, buy it again or suck it up suck it up buttercup basically what they're telling you so that's my opinion guys Take it or leave it. Uh, again, I know you PC guys and gals uh, are all digital, and you know God bless you. But uh, as a console uh, fan and a console guy, I will I will support digital to the day I die. And that's just all there is to it. So, 
we're going to go ahead and call to bring this to a close right now. Now, next week's podcast, I don't know what it's going to be just yet. I am going to be streaming uh, coming up. Now, the weekend coming up here, uh, actually, I'm taping this a week in advance. So, this is going to come out on the 25th. This past weekend, I was playing Capcom Arcade Stadium 2. 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. I'm actually taping this a week prior, so I'm thinking in the future. Uh, the next big game I'm definitely going to play that's coming out is going to be the Saints Row remake next month in August. So uh, I'm going to stream for that for you guys. Hopefully there'll be a streaming-friendly mode on that. I know that uh, one of my favorite parts of Saints Row is uh, the the soundtrack, but yeah, if there's licensed music on there, I'm going to have to mute it, not use it because of that reason. But uh, hey, whatever. Uh, I'm sure there's other stuff coming out I'm going to play as well, but uh, for the most part, the next the big, next big tent pole for me is going to be uh, Saints Row. I also do plan on doing Bayonetta 3 when it comes out, definitely God of War when it comes out, Hogwarts Legacy, and uh, let's not forget Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection. I can't wait for that to come out. I will stream a bunch of those games. So Give me a follow on Twitch. Give me a follow on Twitter. Give me a follow on Instagram. Uh, especially Twitter and uh, Twitch. That's you know that's where I tell people when I'm streaming and when I'm playing. I stream every weekend, guys. Evil Enigma with a Y. Do me a favor and and share the podcast. Let people know that I'm here. I I've not been growing a lot lately. I haven't been growing hardly at all. And I really would love to, to be able to grow this this medium and, and uh, get out there. I want to thank everyone who's listened though, and who is listening and has given me positive feedback. I do appreciate that so much. But uh, we're, we're going to uh, continue moving forward with this. But I want the podcast to grow. I will only get better with growth. I, I want to get better at what I'm doing. And we uh, you know, reach a certain plateaus. Maybe we can start having guests on. And I'd love to be able to do that. And then I'd learn to edit, which is why I don't have guests on. <laughs> it's because I don't know how to edit yet. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I get, we'll got to be able to monetize first. So I will talk to everybody online. Hope you'll join me on Twitch on a, on a weekend. Let me know that you're here and let, let folks, let, let me know where that uh, you listen to the, the podcast and maybe that's where you found me and tell your friends, tell tell your, everyone, Hey, this guy very passionate about games. Listen to what he's got to say. I agree. I don't agree. I don't expect everybody to agree with me, but you know, if you do, that's great. If you don't, that's also great. Just how it works guys. I'm very, uh, open-minded about those kind of things. So I'll talk to everybody here online. Hope you have a great day, a great week, and uh, have take care of yourself, okay? Thank you. Mm-hmm.